Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC makes me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what PGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. We don't manipulate it to our own benefit. We want to and that's what we That's why I love you. There you have it. You have an insightful show. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you. Alright. So, fear. Fear is a product of the fallen nature. Fear does not belong to the man in Christ. Fear. Before sin came, there was no fear. Fear came with sin. And when Christ paid the price for sin, He paid the price for your fear. So fear for you is illegal. Fear for you is a foreigner. So you live free in the freedom of the sons of God. So the same way you don't allow sin in your body, you also don't allow fear in your mind. What do you do? You bask in God's love because perfect love casts out fear. So bask in His love. Bask in His love. Bask in His love. You know, for so many, fear, what would they say? What would they think about me? You know, how would they see me? Fear. Fear of man. Fear of the unknown. Let fear die. Let fear die. Let fear die. Yield your, your emotions to God. Get rid of fear. Get rid of fear. Walk in the liberty of the sons of God. So, don't plan your new year with the fears of last year. Right? Don't plan your new year with the fear of 2019. Let's fear go. Okay, you said it didn't work, it didn't work 2019. It will work next year. But if you go in with fear, it will not work. It's not important. It's just what it is. Right? So, first thing first. Faith people have plans. Faith is not anti-planning. Faith is not anti-planning. You know, when you, when you talk, when you talk to, you know, I tell them about strategic thinking, strategy. So, faith people have plans. We're not random. We're not random. So, when you hear strategic, strategy meeting, strategic thinking, it's not busy as though people are canard. Or in the flesh. You know, it's common to believers who just want to, you know, when he says, come and do meeting, let's plan, let's think, let's draw strategies, you know, let's plan, you know. Like, where's your faith? Can't God just not do it? Are you planning? Are you planning? Like, faith people plan. The thing of the spirit is not Dagadaga. The thing of the spirit is not what? Dagadaga. It's not here. Tomorrow, Dango. God's living in the it's not, it's not, it's not anyhow. It's not Yamayama. It's not Fazad. 
You know when a kid draws and you see every angle, that's not how God leads. So when you see God in creation, you'll see the order of everything. The, the, the process. The timeliness. Now, it did not say, say, I'm God and I have all the power. I will make man. I will now make the earth. I will now put on light. I will now plant trees. You see that? God is orderly. He is a planner. Awesome. Even in salvation, Christ didn't just come in Genesis 3 or 4 and say, Pada, I've come to save the day. They have been messed up. So, we see God in everything. Careful planning. You know, you know, in creation, in the, the world, what we see around us, the way everything is arranged is so orderly to the T, not to the field, to the T raised to power. A quantity slightly. Everything goes to array. Change a slight quantity. The world being habitated from man to bear. So that's how detailed, not just to the T, to the infinity, infinity, what do you call it? To infinity. I'm not trying to put the T there somewhere. Infinity T. Yeah, okay. Glory. Hear my point here. So, God is orderly. So, planning is godly. Planning is godly. Okay? So, goal setting is a spiritual topic. Spiritual topic. The church topic at the point. Alright? Not that I've discovered. Now, there are many things God can do. Not because He doesn't want to do it, but because we limit Him with His management, with poor planning. So, God releases so much grace, so much ability, but because we don't think in strategy, in goal setting, in planning, it doesn't happen. Okay? So, these things are spiritual topics, they are, they are church worthy conversations. Amara, please now. Alright? Luke 15, 28. Okay, look for it. From 28, 32. Yeah, thank you. Okay, say, suppose one, one of us wants to build a, build a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? Just like speaking. It didn't say pray. It said plan first. Said plan. So he says, for the foundation, and I want to finish it. Everyone that is ridicule you, they laugh at you. Okay? They will say it began, but could not finish it. We'll say in your reverse, we finish it. <laughs> so he says, you first sit down and plan if you can build this tower. That was Christ speaking, saying you should sit down and plan. So Christ taught goal setting. He taught planning. So if one says, or suppose a king, another king, would he first sit down and consider whether he's able with 10,000 men? 
tour pour toi comme against twenty thousand. Since he will sit down and see if he can, you know, win on paper, plan on paper, and see if he can with his ten thousand men, twenty thousand. So we see, it's not even about the about the resources, the number of soldiers. It's about sitting down, a winning plan. You get that? You know, watch three hundred. When three hundred soldiers defeated the mighty army, three hundred. You know, he moved it to an indigenous army. <laughs> well, well, that's not the point. <laughs> All right, so we see also in Gideon, in Gideon, in Gideon okay, three red men fighting in like, and so it's not even always about the number of soldiers and resources, it's about ability to sit down and draw a winning plan on paper. All right, so he says, if he's able to do so. He will send the direction ahead of him to go and beg the king. Go and make peace ahead of the king. So knowing that to this fight, I can't win it. So go and beg and say, please, let's make peace. You see, careful plan to avoid embarrassment. Yes, careful plan to avoid loss. Avoid I, I, I know. So setting goals and planning is wisdom. The kind that Christ validates. So don't just say, God sent us, do, go and do any, it will happen. It won't happen. All right? So we have to be careful to sit down. And draw plans. Planning for your new year is you walking by faith. Writing it down is you living by faith. You get my point here. So you should have written down plans for your year. People say, I have a plan in my head. In your head. <laughs> Amen. So even Christ, so God, God told, told, is it, um, what's, it, what's, what's that place again? Right vision, make it plain. Abacock. So, if God, God speaking to Abacus, did not say, I'll put it on your heart, you'll not forget it. God told him, get a pen, write it down. God told John, so you, you, you believe in Christ, you know, he didn't tell him that, see. even the NT, God told the revelation, told John, write these things down. He didn't say, cram it. Or, I'll put it in your eyes, but you'll not forget it. He says, no, John, write these things down. So, if your goals are achievable, if they will ever happen, you must written down on paper. Write it down. Not just on paper. Google Drive. Your journal, your online journal. Where you always see. You know, after that, I got them 10 years ago. I can't find them anymore. I wish I could find them. I had 2009. I don't think it's worth my time. Awesome revelations. As in deep things. But I've lost them. So imagine if I had them on Google Drive. Okay, what to do this in 2009? Now, if you do that, you see your today in your yesterday. What was yesterday? You see, give you quite a question that okay, I saw this page when I was younger. But you cannot find pages. What do you do? It's not revelation. It's what? See, no matter how deep you are, you cannot cram them up. You forget. You will forget. So, imagine that you have a note and paper, you can always go back and check things about told this several years ago. So, if you are actually planned well, your plans must be on paper. Not paper, sorry. Google Drive. Save it, save it for long-term keeping. How long, how long can you keep a journal for? How long can you keep a journal for? Some of are very orderly, I know, but how long can you keep a journal for? So save online. Okay? Save online. Amen. Google Drive is free. Alright? So set goals. Set goals. You know, I was thinking of it, and I, I heard God tell me, 
Let God tell me that. We lose direction. We lose its meaning because they are not written down. There are things for today that God told you two years ago, but you did not write it down. So today you need it, but you cannot find it. So imagine I could just do a search and say, um, my business. And just see my setting. What was the about business two years ago? That gives you courage and faith. It gives you hope. It sets up for faith again. But when we do write these things down, how will you draw back from what I told you last year? Professor, I meant for you to, to encourage you in the day of trouble. We have God told me in January 1st that this year something will happen with our advice with us. We have written down. When those things happen, you have courage to because you have written those things down. Okay? So, join now. Amen. Somebody should say, in Jesus. This year, I will take notes. I will start a Google Drive. Amen. Alright, do this daily, okay? When you hear God every day, <laughs> save it online in your journal. Save it somewhere. You have any Bible study, save it, save it online. See, there are things that people are saying that I forgot to have to check, check again because you cannot cram the revelation. You can't cram answers, you have to check your notes. You can't cram it. See, the things that I taught in June, that last week now, I have to check my notes again. That's that way, man, this out. We have volatile memory. Amen. Okay, so write things down. You can invest in, in, in an iPad or whatever, a note tab. Get one so you can take normal, you know, I don't write normal notes. It's really like you're starting right now with normal notes, okay? But it's long term storage. Okay? Invest in your technology. Amen. So set smart goals. Okay? Specific goals, smart goals, number one. Make, make a goal specific. People say this year, how to be healthier. Okay? How to be healthier. That is a generic goal. What about saying this year I'll replace soda with water? I'll replace soda with water. Now that's a specific goal. Or I will go to gym thrice a week this year. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Specific goal. Or I'll say a question of health every day this year, every month this year. Specific goal. You know, to actually live in health. They're just, doing, they're just doing the soda and all that. It was toxic also. So every morning, I read up my faith confession. That's a specific, workable goal. Not just, I will be held. It's too vague. You forget about it. Okay? Then it's also measurable. You have that measurable goal. Let's say, okay, you can measure it to measure your, your goals. So not just, I will lose weight this year. How much weight will you lose? Or I will gain weight. How much weight will you gain? You know, faith is specific. Real faith is not, is not random. Real faith is detailed. Guys, real faith is... Let's try to ask them. Let's try to ask them and say, what do you want? Now, it will see better if they broke them. Ask what do you want. That's why faith is... Am I forgiving you the faith? Amen. Okay. So, real faith is measurable. So... How, what do you want, what are you planning for? Not just gain weight. How many kg will you gain or lose? Okay, so you say I will, I will gain 10 pounds. That for some point to gain weight. Everything is loose. So I can, I can afford more flesh now. I, that. I, can, I can afford more flesh. Okay. 
right? So I will gain 10 kg. Can I say, okay, I will gain 3 kg every quarter. And that's a measurable plan. So you can check and say, okay, my plan is working. Okay? So someone so will say, this year I will make, um, I want to make more money. What is more money? Are you fighting that? So, yes. So have specific details, okay? Make your plan specific. Make it measurable. Okay? Also make them attainable. We set goals, not wish. We said you are planning, we are doing, we are doing, we are not doing wishful thinking. It must be attainable, not that, okay, this year I will make $10 million, okay? This last year I made 500 k So, it must be attainable. Faith is not magic. Faith is not what? It's not magic. Faith operates by laws. Not just now we do it, ah, this year I will do something, okay? Last year I made 20 k Okay? So, attainable, not, wish, not just wishful thinking. So, you must have goals that are challenging, but still achievable. Okay? Of course, we have financial miracles. They don't happen every day. So, you cannot have your plan around the financial miracle that this year I will make 10 because someone will be. You know, people are wishing that for five years now. Someone has been 5 million. Okay, tell that for five years. That's not happened. Make a proper plan that is achievable. Okay? So it's challenging, yes? But it must still be achievable. Achievable. Not what they will give you. That's not a plan. If your plan is like next year, my uncle gave me two million for my business, that's not a plan. That is not a plan. So it should be achievable, goes not just wishful thinking. Amen. Okay? So don't just say, ah, next year I will make one million dollars per, you know, per month. Or one million naira says. How much do you make this year? Can you just at least can you scale it up without without entering into, into magic? Or MMM, money doubling. <laughs> rack I had a new one this week, rack uh, what's the What the people? Okay? Don't go and Google it though. Don't Google it. <laughs> Amen. What about saying, okay, this year I made 10k per month, I'll make 50k next month. I make you know, my point there. That is it's challenging, but I'm not just saying I'll make one million naira from 10k. It's not magic. Faith is practical. Alright? Is that good? That's for your goals. Is that good? Alright? God does atlantic miracles, okay? But your plan cannot be that God will do a wild miracle for you. You know my point here? God does it once in a while. But your plan cannot be that. God will give you some weird miracle. It happens though, but that is not how you repeat. You cannot plan that on paper. Okay? So, but if God tells you in clear terms, God tells you in clear terms that this year, and this one, and it's very clear, fine. Otherwise, have a, a more achievable goal. Okay? Now we have a practical goal. You can plan it. You can take this goal. But when you are looking for $10 million, how do you plan it? What will you do? How do you take this goal? Don't just, just, just wake up wishing that this is my idea of $10 million. <laughs> you can't plan it. You can't work towards that. You can't achieve that. So ask that you can plan and say, if I do this, this will happen. That will happen. Do you get my point? That's the plan, not just wishful thinking. So ask that you can actually take steps towards. Don't plan about five minutes. That's not a plan. That's wishful thinking. It might not happen. Amen. So avoid outbreak of did not give you the money. It is not planned. 
Okay? So, there are laws to increase. It's not magic. There are laws to increase. Increase, oh, not I jump. No, seriously. Someone said when you grow up, you stay up. When you jump up, you fall down. So, you grow from 10k to 20, 30 to 50k to 100k to 150 to 200 to even if you go from 2 to 500k. That's still, that's still good, but not just want to go from 200k to 20 million. You have to have something that, that, that is that value for you to get that far. Do you have 20 million value in, in, your, in you? Is your idea, your education, your skill worth 20 million? You know my point here. I you get what I'm talking about? Well, if you say, okay, I'll make 500k next, next, next in January, then I say, okay, what skills do I have that I'm going to make 500k? That is now you thinking as a plan. Okay, so you can ask, okay, if I learn this skill, I can make 200k more. That is a workable plan. Not that, ah, today, I find this today, but next time I find me five million per month, or that. This last two on paper, but in real life, you grow up. You grow up. You grow up. Okay? You must have relevant goals. It should fit your life purpose, not drive you everywhere. So we know that you, your calling is to, let's find an example. Your calling is to be a techie. Your life calling is to use tech to, you know, to enhance kingdom. Okay? But you have this goal that is to, um, to learn how to, something ridiculous. That might never be bad. They start, start bidding. Is this asking to learn? Okay. So what, what, not now. Eh, eh. medical school. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's too wild. What is my, this is my plan. This is my one thing. That your goal should fit your life, your life purpose. It should fit your, your general life objective. Not just, you're just planning everywhere because you have many skills. So today you're a singer, you're a dancer, that's more you're a techie, that's more you're a cooker. Cooker. <laughs> okay. Let your goals push towards your life objective. Not just drag you everywhere. No matter how good you are, that's 24 hours a day. So you must see 24 hours to, towards your goal, not so just dragging you everywhere. Start on your life purpose early. The earlier, the better. Goals are better chased in youth. Amen. Not that you are 45 or 50. Just starting your, your life purpose at 50. Okay? I get my point here. So start early. Plan with your life objective in mind. Focus is power. So I had this friend in second in university, Jibala Biodu. This guy, all he ever thought of was CNA. As in his own life was his whole life was Cisco. His whole life CNA is a um, networking tech. That's his entire life. As in from year one to finish. Everything about him. That's now hey, talking about CNA. That's his entire life. So that was fellowship, class. He had no other life at all. He was all about, but today he is doing super well in it. Focus from year one, knowing this is who I am. But then some people say, eh, I'll start ministry. Eh, I will start this business. I'll travel to Canada for one and come back in two years. I will, I will, I will. Sport focus, only you. Five plans. Who are you? You don't even know anymore. So you ask me, I'm a singer, I'm a dancer, I'm a choreographer, I'm a, you know, 
Listen, they, they, they sound cool on paper, but in real life, focus wins. Focus wins. Focus wins. So start early and have raised soft focus. Let people notice who you are. So right now, I need, I need on your area, I know that, okay, I'm calling my wife because this is who my wife is. Know that we are everything. Doesn't work that way. Okay? So have goals that fit life objectives. Christ was razor focused. Razor see, it was so bad that he told that man that like, I don't give transfer to dogs. That's how good the focus was. The focus was so much that I don't give it's not for you people, it's for only the show of Israel. That's how deep the focus was. So even though it's a good thing, yeah, but focus wins. You over needed healing. People in everywhere needed healing. Christ said, I'm only sensitive to Israel. Because focus wins every time. So don't be everywhere doing everything. Fight every battle. Focus. Alright? There should be time bound also. You know how we, how we, how we are in school that when they tell us that so many assignments in, in, um, in a week's time, not that the day before or the night before or the morning. So imagine if there was no deadline. So your goals need that time urgency. Put a time to it. Put a time to your goals, okay? And be accountable to somebody. Let's talk to someone like that. They can call you and tell you, okay, Baba, thank you so and so and so in June. Thank you about it. Okay? They can put you on your toes in pursuing your goals. Exactly four. I bet that's four. From verse 8 to 12. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Exactly four, verse 8 to 12. Guys, Mary says enjoyment. Mary. Look at that. Get the mic. There's two are better than one because they have better reproduction. Two. Better than you. So for everything you do, you need to have you to be accountable to people you do life with. Okay, so the day you are tired, someone can help you to get back up. See, whatever you are called to do, the days when you feel like, oh, more, I'm tired, I want to do it again. If one can tell you, keep going, you get it done. Okay, you need that partner. It might be your 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 boyfriend, your girlfriend, your spouse. Your friend. just ask people that can that can keep you in check. Church members, you know your unit. You know, ask people that can keep you. On your track, on your, on your goals. Okay, finish up, finish, finish. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. So this is the keyword, okay? Don't do life alone. Have people around you that can keep you in check, keep you accountable. Right? It works for everything. Even to, you know, when you say this year, I will live a Christian life. I will not, I will not sin. I will not, you know, I will. Repent. If you don't have people that can keep you in check, we like to go back to it. You need people that can keep you in check, keep you growing, keep you on your goals. Are we learning, please? Is it making sense? Is it relevant? Now. Going forward, now when you set your goals, every goal has two components. 
It has the God part and the me part. Paul said, I am what I am by his grace. But I labored more than everyone else. I what labored. But it says not I, but the grace you know, at work in me. So there was the grace part and the personal labor part. But guess what? The grace part is constant, cannot fail. So if it fails, it's not grace, it's not God that failed, it's man that failed. Awesome, I'm building up. Okay? Two components. The God part, the you part. But people say a lot of things like, um, God is in control. God is in control. If God wants it to happen. Amen. If God wants, I will marry next year. If God wants, I get a new job next year. If God wants, I get a new job. If God wants, I'll make more money. If God wants, I'll travel to Canada next year. If God wants. See, guess what? God is not in control of everything. I'll say it again. God is not in control of everything. If God were in control, everyone will be saved already. God has been in control of everything. The whole world will be saved. And living right line in love and in peace. So, God is not in control of everything. So, God's will is not always done. Do you get that? Smile now. Okay? People say, if God wants me to be healed, I will be healed. No, sir. No. If God wills, we will heal him. No, sir. So, if people get healed or not, it is not God's work. It is, it is not about God. God cannot fail on his own will. So, it's about God alone. Every believer will be living in perfect health, boiling, no problem. Okay? But it's not God's will that gets done. Okay? God doesn't control our outcomes. We do. God's will is always done on the earth. It's what man permits and makes to happen that is done on the earth. Amen. This is important too. Some say things like, um, this, this is very, very key. When people say, if God wants to heal him, he will heal him. That's not how it works. I saw one this week, and I, I felt bad for the person. You know, um, that if God wanted it, my son would not have died. Something like that. It's painful, but it's not true. That's not how God works. God does not give and take children and say, you know, I gave, I gave you this child, but I don't want to heal him. And when he's sick, I take it. You know, that's not how God works. So, so say this to make people feel happy. But it's a lie. Are we learning this? I'm building up, okay? So, we know God from the scripture. God's will is clear. God wants you to live well, not John 2. He wants you to live well. He says, I have been in good health. So, God wants you to be in good health. That's a constant, okay? God wants you to live well, number one. That is clear. Number two, He wants you to prosper. Philippians 19, He wants to supply all your needs. That's a given also, okay? He wants you to live in emotional health also. Say, second Timothy 1. Second Timothy one. Second Timothy one. Quickly. Second Timothy one. Second Timothy one. God's will is clear. Okay, we're not in that of what God wants. Shoot. 
Look at that. So God needs to live in sound emotional health. God's will on these things are clear. Never in doubt. Okay? He just wants to live in perfect health also. To live in full health. First chapter 24. Chapter 24. Amen. Amen. Quickly, 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 help me. Chapter 24. Look at that. So he says, by his wounds you have been healed. So God wants every believer, even sinners, to live in good health. So he healed everyone that came for healing. He didn't say, go back home and come back tomorrow. So whoever came for healing, God healed to show that his will is always healing. His will is what? Always perfect health, okay? So if these things don't happen, it's not because God does not will. God's will is sure. But if it will be, it is up to us, not up to God. Yes, sir. If we get healed, it's up to us, not up to God. God will always say yes. People say, when you ask God, God will come and say yes, and I say no. That's how it works. God's will in Christ is yes. We say the amen to it. So we agree with God's will to get it done on the earth. So for your goals next year, don't say God will make it happen. God's path is sure. What will you put in to make it happen? How will you do your faith work that will make this thing happen? Don't think God will not do it. No, you did not make it happen. You are in charge. Alright? We also know that God wants us to prosper. Okay? God wants everybody to fill with knowledge. Says first forty one. Says first forty two. Says pray. Okay, that God wants everyone to be saved and come to the truth. So God also wants everyone to feel the gospel, but it does not always happen because you know we don't make it happen. So it is really up to us, not to God. Am I clear? Yeah? Am I clear? So our plans, our our desires, is not really about what God will do or not do, but what we will make do what God has done. Awesome. So whoever whatever fails, God did not fail. Mark 9. Mark 9, 14. Mark 9, 14. 29. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Go on. Please pause. Now we see here again, okay? So, normally they pray for the sick, they have the disciples, the twelve at least, and they got people healed. But now they prayed, and it did not happen. Now, God did not say, it's not my will this time. He didn't say, you know, I people say, ah, maybe God did not do it. Look for excuse, ah, maybe God did not do it. No, it's not God that did not do it. It's us that did not get the job done. It's either we did not get it done, or then I get that it is not, not applied on faith also. Okay? But it's never God saying no. It's between the prayer, the prayee, and the receiver. There's never God saying no. 
Amen. Please go on. Please post. Everything is possible. For what? He didn't say for God. So he didn't put God in this question here. For everyone who... So it's not about God, it's about everyone that believes. God's path is sure. Okay? But when we put our faith with God's path, is done for us on the earth. The one that believes. So it's about me, not about God. Please go on. Please post again. 23 says, if you can, Christ, you guys, you guys, you told Christ, says, if you can, you can heal my son. And he said, really, if you can. So again, it's not about if God can or cannot do. It is not a God function. It's not if you will. It's not that God, God wills. God can. So it's not about God, about you. It's about everyone that believes. So even beyond goal setting, praying for the sick, raising the dead, it is not about God. It's about man. Amen. It's about man. Please go on. See, post. Jesus did not pray to God. He did not pray to God about it. You see that? He spoke to it. So most times again, it is not about God. God's path is sure. So I always say, you don't pray to God to heal the sick. It is a moment prayer. Okay? You don't beg God to heal the sick. You talk to the issue. They are praying God heal. Not like, I've already healed. I've already done. So you talk to the issue, not to God. So Christ spoke, and the guy fell as though dead. See, if it were an untrained believer, like, hey, he has died. Fear now comes in play. The demon now comes back and says, that's how unbelief works. So you pray the first time. Don't like, like, like it's happened. Not like getting scared. Like, hey, it's not going to happen. That demon knows. Okay, I'm not going anywhere. Because there's afraid. He's in doubt. What did Christ do? Pulled the guy up. Okay? And the guy stood up and was fine. He faith in operation. You see that? Fear makes people react. It's not going to happen. And when everyone says it's fear, yeah, I, I've got this guy. I've got this guy. Unbelief. Okay? So what do you do? When you plan, when you pray, believe you receive it. Then you will have it. Now, don't, don't wait till you see it. When you pray, believe you already received it. Then you will have it. Do you get my point here? Are we learning? 
Please go on. Please go on. Right. In Matthew verse, Matthew said, you know, and I said also that because, keyword, because of your own belief, I'm going somewhere. Now, it is, it doesn't, doesn't about, about him praying to God to get demons, because even Christ did not pray to God to get demons. He spoke to the devil and the devil left. So he's not saying that we pray to God to drive out the devil. Now people do, say, go and pray this day's fasting. Go and pray this day's fasting. Seven days fasting. So, no, Christ did not go and pray about it. Christ spoke. So the prayer there, what the prayer does is to help your faith. That will say, a man of faith must also be a man of prayer. Their prayer makes you bold. Their prayer kills unbelief. So the fact of prayer there is not about the devil. It's about you to keep you in a place where your unbelief dies. See, you can have faith and have unbelief. Let me explain. Let me explain. Every believer has faith. Right? We all have faith. So we don't have a faith problem. We all have faith. In fact, if you have faith as small as mustard seed, so the problem is not, even if you have small faith, the problem is not faith. You have enough faith to do the job. So it's why even a new believer can tell the devil to go and the devil goes. Because if you have small faith, you can get, so you have enough faith to get it done. So where the problem is. So people have faith and also have unbelief. How? So, you watch TV. They say, in your country, there are no jobs, you know, worry, you know, it's killing the economy, the economy is dead, no chicken in circulation, you know, no chicken, rice is expensive, okay, yeah, everywhere, everywhere, bad news. Now I'm thinking, look at this, how will I find a new job next year? There are no jobs. See, your faith is being blocked by unbelief. So you can have faith and also have unbelief. What do you do? The believer that has faith learns to block its unbelief and yield to faith. So why Christ again, I'm trying to say, send everybody out of this room. Why? To have a focus on his faith, not on the unbelief. Do we get that? Do we get that? So, to get your faith to work, you must shut out the unbelief. Shut out naysayers. Shut out your social media. Learn to come and say your own. That comes with everything. Stylo. Let's come and read your come and say your not that you can come online and you read it. Amen. Okay? So it says this kind can only come out by prayer. Let me put it this way. This kind of raw faith comes out by prayer. And I want to say prayer and fasting, yeah? Now, the fasting, it's not about not eating again. It's about being separated unto God to have a focus on feeding your faith. Amen. Amen. Are we learning? Every goal is faith bound. So, you must learn how to get things done by faith. When you get that, start thinking, maybe it will not happen. 
you are allowing unbelief to come into play. Maybe I'll get a new job. You are allowing unbelief to come into play. Maybe they're not just Nigeria. Maybe, maybe they're, they're no good men. They're no good women. Maybe you are allowing unbelief to come into play. Okay? So what do you do? You block out unbelief so you can work consistently in faith. Amen. Are we learning? So, if it works, it's your fault. If it does not work, it's also your fault. If someone gets healed, it's, 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 put it now. someone gets healed, you, you did it in God's name. You don't get it, you didn't do it. It is not God that did not do it. It is you that did not do it. If you prosper, it's you. If you don't prosper, it's also you. Okay? So, God has put laws in motion. The laws are precise. They are exact. Gravity is not optional. You know? If you jump up, you come down. It's not some days it works. It may not work. Gravity is automatic. It's, op- it's, not, it's, it's, it's constant in nature. Now, people will say, eh, but why didn't God stop the, the person that fell from, from, from dying? from falling down the floor. Gravity has to work. Why? You've got to gravity here. That's stopped everywhere. There'll be chaos. Do you understand? Some things like, why didn't, why, why didn't God stop that person? No. The laws have to be in motion. There'll be worldwide chaos. Awesome. So also, faith is a law. Faith has to work. It is a law. It is, it is precise. It is exact. Amen. So, faith works every time. Faith is a law and it has to work every time. So, if it does not work, it is not faith. Do we get that? Some people say, hey, but it doesn't always work. You know, if it does not work, it's not because faith works every time. What do you do? You go and learn how faith gets results. So, in planning your goals, I will live LDR. I will have boyfriend. I will have girlfriend. Not me, shall married, but you get my point. Amen. Alright? I get a new job. I will travel. I will go on holiday, stuff like that. If it will happen, it is not up to God. God's promises in Christ. Okay? Several Corinthians. I'm coming with it. 120. Okay? God's promises, they are yes in Christ. It's not yes or no. It's not sometimes, sometimes no. No. They are always yes in Christ. But the amen is spoken through us. You know how crappy it will be if we don't know if God will heal or not heal. Why should we pray for someone? Why should we pray? Oh, don't know if God will heal or not heal. If today God works, tomorrow does not work. That, 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 that's a disaster. Okay? But knowing that God's will is constant gives us boldness with our prayer and demands this to happen. Amen. So, I pray for me to not work. It's not God that failed. Own, own the failure. What it means? If you own the failure, you can then go and learn how to make it work. But if you say God did not do, that means that the case is closed. Do you understand? Well, if, 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 if I did not get it done, I go and pray and ask God, like, like disciples asked there, 
Why couldn't you cut him out? They knew it was meant to work. It should always work. So why didn't it work? Amen. It's up to you. It's up to you. It's up to you. Christ did it all on the cross. He even said, even said afterwards, it is finished. Meaning that my own job is done. It's finished and sat down. Like last week, like I said last week. It's finished and to show that I've finished my job. The price is paid. The debt paid. Everything is sorted. Everything is now ready. So, it is never again about if God will do or not do. God has done. It is why our songs are important. So, I was thinking again about, about our songs. I'm like, what, what about singing? I see him seated. My debts are paid. I see him enthroned. Instead of singing, we lift up on our praises. We, we enthroned. We enthroned we, I, I don't know. What are we enthroning? Do you get my point here? Do you get my point here? These things have been done already. Amen. Finished work. Completed work. So we should see him as he is already. Not trying to redo what has already been done. We enthrone you. You know? You cannot enthrone him. He's already. So when we see from that finished work, we can to leave it out in our reality. Amen. Amen. So train yourself to see everything as completed, as done in Christ. Are we learning? Are we learning? Are we learning? So, in the new creation, Christ is already exalted and is seated at God's right hand. Meaning, the job is done, the price is paid, you go out and get this done with what I have already done. So when I pray, if it doesn't happen, I'm asking God, why did it not happen? What am I missing? What can I correct? So it means that, again, that these things should always work. When Christ says, the Father says, He didn't say, maybe it shall happen. He says, whosoever shall say to the mountain. He says, the mountain will move for you. Because it should always work. This morning, it's not goal setting, but also teaching faith. Because, again, the just lives by faith. The key word, faith always works. Faith works always. What do you do? Go and practice how faith works. Amen. Again, learn how faith works now. Before, you learn it by force. Learn it before the day of trouble. Amen. Let it know. Ephesians 1, 17. Let's start from verse, start from verse 3. Read verse 3, then verse 23. Let me know. Rise, 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 r
All right. Let's go. Are we ready? Shoot. Please pause. Now, he didn't say, who will bless us? He didn't say, who might bless us? If you have good children, if you are well behaved. He says, who has blessed us? So again, the job is completed. It will always work if we learn how to put it to work. Let's go on, seven ten. Sorry, 16, 16, for, for, for this reason. 15, 15, 15, 15. Please pause. Alright. From 15. From 15. Fifteen says, please pause. For this reason. Why? What is... What is the reason? Because it has been completed. Again, this was. Because we have been already blessed. Because you already have it. For this reason. Because it's already a done deal. It's no longer maybe or maybe not. It's no longer about my mood or how good I've been on that day. Because it's already done. For this reason. Please go on. Please pause. Sorry. If we genuinely get this for this reason, and we show every believer this reason, we would never have backsliders. If we truly show you what is in the gospel, you cannot backslide. You will be daft to. It's like saying, no, it's, not, it's not like saying, but imagine, I give an iPhone 11 for free. On your own, boy. <laughs> for free. I show you all it can do. Now I still have to go back to Sajem. So, we ask politicians because they don't understand what is in the gospel. So they try, it does not work. They try and fail because they have not been taught what is in it and how to make it work. If we truly show you the gospel, you'll be stuck for life on it. In fact, if we show you the gospel, you will by force preach because it's so good. You have to keep quiet yourself. For this reason. For this reason. So our job is to all our life understand for this reason. Till you die. For this reason. Till you die. Till you are 100 or so. Amen. For this reason. That's your job all day. To read the scripture to understand for this reason. For this reason. This reason is so cool that you can refuse ordinary headache. I said, 
For this reason, I can't have a dick. For this reason. My, my leg got injured. Be healed for this reason. For this reason, cramps. I, I, okay, okay, I don't want for this reason. You can, you can have whatsoever for this reason. For this reason, can heal anything, heal anyone for this reason. What do you do? Understand what you have for this reason, and show people for this reason. Please go on. Please go on. Please pause here. He calls this power incomparably great. Now, he did not say for some who believe. He didn't say for mature believers. He said for everyone that believes. Incomparably great power. So, what this means that every believer has the same level of power available to them. Every believer has this same power available. Amen. Let's go on. Please pause. The same power that God wrought in Christ. It is there for some. They have some of it. Look at it. It says everyone has this same exact power available to them. So, Pastor, Bishop, deliver today, they just go born again. The same exact same power. All the power that God is in Christ is available to every single believer. Why is Paul praying? For this reason. I'm praying that you will understand what you already have in Christ. Then you'll stop saying, maybe it works, maybe it does not work. Amen. Let's finish. Look at that. So, God uses power to take Christ up from the dead, to raise him up, and then take him up and sit him above everything. That same power that operated there is at work in you. That power is a person, is the Holy Ghost. So, all of God's Spirit is in you. Amen. No, we sang in the beginning. You don't give your heart in pieces. Right? He didn't give you all the good pieces. 
Yeah, not <laughs> Amen. So he says, above every name that can be named. Not only now, even the age to come. What's he telling you? That from then to forever and ever eternity. Every name that can be named, whatever it is, will ask us to come under, submit to Christ. And submit to the believer in Christ. That you now start us together with him. Far above everything. And it is not that it's work on Monday, nor work on Tuesday. It is a constant thing. For this reason. For this reason. So we we'll keep on praying for revelation. For this reason. So we can know what we have and now to operate it. So you say, ah, Pastor, I'm not feeling okay. Okay, for this reason. For this reason. Feel okay for this reason. Pastor, I had a bad dream. Okay, for this reason. They said my that this is December. You know, anybody that's coming should bring goats for the for the chief priest. For this reason. So they said in our house, no one marries early. For this reason. And they might they don't give birth, okay? For this reason. So it's no longer about calling pastor, it's about you saying, for this reason. He has put everything in your control. See, I've told myself I will teach faith more and more and more. But you can teach faith, it's not everything. I teach at work by faith, I will rest. There will be less less phone calls. They said to and talk to me, I'll go for the children. All right? So, any pastor that wants to live long, you think you will live wrong. You will live at rest. For this reason. For this reason. So, we're going to pray for yourself. We're going to pray for yourself. We're going to pray for yourself. And I know this for this reason. Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website, www.thisgreenchurch.org. For more info, God bless you.